0: You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. This is the No Doubt About It podcast. No doubt about it. And now your hosts, Christy and Mark now. Late night
1: edition. It's a
2: late night <laughs> edition. These
1: are always exciting.
2: Yeah. We uh we come to you with the debate in the rearview mirror. Right. And it could not be the last Republican it debate. It really
1: is sounding like it's going to be. Jeez. So I and mean And maybe
2: the last no no presidential debates, no no two candidates going on. We'll see. Uh,
1: I, I I think I don't think that's true. I think next fall we'll see I that's my bet is some it will come out. There'll be a debate. That's just what I'm going to say.
2: We'll 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 save that for the end of the show. That'll be the very end of the show. But we welcome Mike Garafalo from Victory News to go over the last presidential debate, which Mike, to say there were fireworks in this thing right out of
3: the shoot is an understatement. I kind of call it a brawl. I mean, it it was, it was, it was a it was a playground behind an elementary school, and four kids are going at it.
2: Yeah. They were, they were, and you had your instigator, who's always the instigator. Oh,
1: he is a kid.
2: Yeah. Vivek is a, he's a child
1: and he he acts like a middle schooler. I've said that since day one. He's not changed my mind.
2: Yes.
3: now He's the kid though, that says stuff. And then he kind of runs away where you got Chris Christie, who says stuff and says, come at me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. True. true. And that's
2: exactly what happened tonight. You had some of that and, and, and you're right, Mike. And, and, and as, you know, as we heard during the debate, Christie lets him have it. Um, and then Vivek lets Christy. I mean, there were there were elbows flying from the top rope all over. So well, I guess
1: everybody though going after Nikki to me, no doubt, shows me that they believe she honestly is their biggest threat. And so, uh, you know, and I think that she actually handled herself really well. She stayed very calm tonight. Uh, she chose in a lot of ways to not fight like a child back, which right. I thought actually shows that she can have a presence of leadership. And really, I'm not going to get into a cat fight with all of you guys because this is dumb. So let's talk about the issues. I, I thought that that was a very good move for her.
2: Yeah, no, she definitely kept it more calm. I definitely think DeSantis was the guy who had a very, very effective night. It's the best I've seen him. He was on message. And the thing Ron DeSantis gets to say on almost all these issues is you guys have opinions and I have a record. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one of those. It's just interesting. He and-
1: was solid tonight. I think you know there. I, I read on some comments on the you know in the interweb that right. uh, if they thought he came off angry, I didn't think he came off angry. I think he came off determined, and I think there's a big difference between being angry, um, in a debate and somebody who is showing a level of confidence. What did, what were your initial takeaways, Mike? Just a, a real quick take. take away. I kind of feel like
3: Chris Christie and and Vivek hit self-destruct buttons tonight. Yeah. It was almost like this is this is our last hurrah. We kind of right. know it, and we're going to do anything we can to make a stand. And they both hit self-destruct. The last two standing, I think, are going to be Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, with, like you said, Mark, Ron DeSantis saying, I've done this. Haley saying, well, I would do this. And it's a big difference between when you can say, I've done it.
2: Well, and it's interesting, too. The self-destruct is funny. They're like the two at the party. They're like... Yeah, I'll finish that drink. Yeah, i okay. <laughs> yeah, well, whose drink is that? Yeah, I'm going to finish that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are just like, whatever. And and you could see it right out of the shoot. So let's get to it. All right, let's start with this. You could see right out of the beginning, you guys, uh, that they were going after Nikki. I mean, it was it was very clear they were going after uh, Governor Haley and Ron DeSantis started it off. And and Mike, you guys had talked about this on Victory News. and, And we know it's it's been something that's been talked about quite a bit. And that's anonymous posting on the Internet. And they went after Nikki Haley on that. This is what it sounded like.
4: Said government should go and require anyone's
2: that's name. False. She what said, "I, I said, want
5: your name." She As absolutely of the United said it. States. Her first day in office, she said, "One of the first things I'm going to do." I said, "We were going to get medias, the millions of government ID to document every That's what, she said. Or or that's what, you're that's what she said. You can roll the tape. She said, "I want your name," and that was going to be one of the first things she did in office. And Then she got real serious blowback, and understandably so, because it'd be a massive expansion of government. We actually, have anonymous saying. speech. The Federalist Papers were written with anonymous uh, writers, oh Jay God. Madison and Hamilton.
2: They so they got so right out of the shoot.
1: Yeah, it's it sort of it started really hot. And I was kind of I was nervous because I was starting to see them start to talk over each other. And I think that is like in debate, especially it is an area where people will uh, peel back from you and stop watching you and stop listening because it's difficult to listen to. And just like when you try to jump down on what I'm saying, Mark, then I well no,
2: but usually what I'm saying is is much better. <laughs> so everybody's thankful that I've jumped but
1: in. But I like the fact that she <laughs> kind of yeah, everybody's real thankful. Maybe I think not. I think I liked the fact that she started to defend herself and then she peeled back a little bit and then she could answer it later when after everybody was kind of done jumping down.
2: Her. Right. And Mike, before we get your comments, Vivek jumped in right away on this. And so so here's what he had to say, piggybacking off of what DeSantis said.
4: The only person more fascist than the Biden regime now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every one of those individuals with an ID. That is not freedom. That is fascism. And she should come nowhere near the levers of power, let alone the White House.
2: Okay, in classic Vivek fashion, he he goes over the top, ridiculous hyperbole. Uh, and so therefore, I think it makes it ineffective. But you could see right away, Mike, this is where this thing was going.
3: Oh, yeah. And and clearly, everybody on that stage, even I believe Ron DeSantis felt going into the, the debate that Nikki Haley is the strongest candidate amongst the four of them so far. I think, you know, DeSantis obviously came out looking real, in my opinion, looking pretty solid. So it's going to be Haley DeSantis going forward. But but Vivek, I mean, like I said, he, it's kind of like he's like this mosquito in the room that you just want to swat when he keeps coming at you and saying all these quirky one liners. And then, of course, you've got the bully in the room, which was Chris Christie. And he was certainly not quiet.
2: Well, OK, so you mentioned Vivek swatting Vivek. Well, believe me, this is going to make you want to swat him no less when you hear this. This is clip number three, where he continues to go after Haley.
4: And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. So reject this myth that they've been selling you—that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the UN and then makes eight million bucks after has real foreign policy Wait. experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression; she doesn't know the oh, names really. of the oh, provinces God. that she wants to actually fight for. And there's a puppet maker right, right there. Okay, were-
2: okay, My, Mike. For the, for everybody just listening, I mean, Nikki had this kind of quizzical look on her face. Uh, yeah, specifically not diving in. What did you make of that?
3: I'm not quite sure if she was just saying um, clearly I'm being attacked because I'm the front runner of the four. I'm not going to open my mouth. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know what I'm going to say, or I have absolutely, you know, she probably had no clue of those three names. Otherwise she would have said something, but I don't know, maybe I missed it, but did Vivek come out and and rattle off those three names at some point himself? No, No. I I don't think so. So
2: we don't even know he knew them. I, well, I bet he did. I bet you know probably because he's, a, he's he's a bookworm. You're right. right. Yeah, and exactly. he's baiting.
1: He was baiting her. I think that was a in that's yes. the way I took that. Is yeah, in he a, wants to have an argument with her. He wants her to you know not know the answers and to, to say something, and then he you know for her somebody to say, well, do you know the answers? And it, then he goes boom, boom, so, boom. I mean, it's,
3: he was biting yeah. her tongue. You could tell. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and I will say having having trained for debates and stuff like that in a debate setting like that, the gotcha usually doesn't work with voters it, it feels like you feel like the world is ending when you're standing up there and, and you're being asked a, a question you don't have the answer to like you think everybody's but a lot of times it feels like gotcha and, and I think that's exactly what what you'll find in this particular case with the vague where it just felt like gotcha I got you here and and now he kept it going he,
1: yeah but he just looks I think he looks smug I think it works in the reverse in the situation I think again Haley is showing let me show some calm and reserve here and i'm not going to jump in on uh are we playing jeopardy all of a sudden and you know i I just think i mean you've had that situation very similar no asking you a question that really had nothing to do with anything and you know i i don't know i just don't think that that has any
2: so i do i will do a quick little diversion story mike so during one of our primary debates in the governor's race uh Mm -hmm. one of my opponents asked me a question in spanish And so, uh, she, and I don't speak fluent Spanish or Spanish at all. And so therefore, (laughs) uh, she goes and she reads me this question. Well, it turns out we had a zoom debate and I had a my campaign team. I have a couple different people who speak Spanish and they just whispered, they just whispered one word to me. They just said, you know, experience the topic. And then I went through experience and and went through it. But had I been standing on the stage, okay. Had we been live, I wouldn't have known the answer. And I would have said, what are we doing here? Right, mm-hmm. and, and then we knew preparing for the for the general election when we debate Michelle, when we ask each other questions, we knew she was going to ask me something I didn't have the answer for. She asked me sure. about some abortion drug or something like that. Yeah, it was that. an
1: abortion pill, whatever and she asked you. What- but
2: the point being, <laughs> then I just flipped off of it and said, "We can play Jeopardy all you want," and then you just turn and pivot and let them have it. Right, right. So, right. so a lot of these little gotcha things don't work. Agreed. And so, so that's why that's never something that's that big a deal. But, but here's the thing that was interesting is that, okay, so you get all this back and forth, all these fireworks. And then Chris Christie jumps in to defend Nikki Haley, yeah, which get, had a real kind of Chris Christie puts on the letterman's jacket. I know finished football practice and he's going and defending Nikki Haley. Well,
1: I'm sure he felt like he was doing the right thing. I'm sure he did. He's a nice guy. I just think it was the wrong thing to do to nikki she's strong enough to take care of herself yeah, and she certainly she doesn't need someone jumping in to defend her let alone did, a guy
3: did, did you say he's a nice guy christy I think, we do li- I I like i do him. like him as a person i
1: i met him i i do like him i'm not saying he's the guy that we shall be voting for but i'm just saying He's likable, okay. and I, I think that he likes Nikki Haley to a large degree, I think. I think
2: they respect each other because they yeah. both, yeah. No, and I, I think I, he right.
1: as an old-fashioned, like, here's a kid being a jerk to somebody that's disrespectful, and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. That's what I think he was doing.
2: Yeah, well, so, oh, well okay. let's, let's listen to what he was doing. Okay. Here is yeah. what a, a portion of it sounded like.
0: Disagree about some issues, and we disagree about who should be president of the United States. What we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman, and you should stop insulting. So her. I'm going to
4: take this. Take several times over.
2: Okay, you know, I, I get it. I get it. I guess I just it just sounded like, hey, look, I, I just got the impression that Chris Christie was like, look, Vivek, when I see you in the bathroom, you're getting a swirly. Like that's what. <laughs> well, that's
1: I think that's. He, I think he would love to do that. I think, in fact. All of those people on the stage would like to give Vivek a swirly.
3: <laughs> Without question. What do you
1: call it when, you, what is it when you pull their underwear up wedgie? Oh, like snuggy. Oh, what? Snuggy, oh, what? snuggy so, or wedgie. I don't care.
2: Yeah, yeah, once you finish the swirly, <laughs> you know, you top it with a wedgie. I mean, and that's Gosh. what, I mean, that's the, that's the effect you get.
1: high uh, conversation. That's where we have gone well, with this. Anyway, let's move on.
2: Okay, so Mike, this keeps on going and it just won't stop. I mean, it is back and forth for, for 30, 35 minutes. This kept going. And so the then comes back, gets out of the bathroom, dries off, <laughs> and then he goes and he attacks Chris Christie again.
4: Three things. On, we ahead. learned three things right there. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yeah. yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal yeah. and get the hell out of this race. <laughs> uh, Whoa. To- okay.
2: Okay. It's just. First of all, that's wow. a, that, that yeah, that's a uh, not so subtle dig
1: at his weight. Right. And just clearly. again, it's a childlike yeah. uh, dig. A president should not. What are you going to do when you get in a heated discussion in foreign policy or anything like that? you're gonna look like a clown if you start just personal making personal insults yeah. towards other leaders and that's what we just see him do yeah it's his defense
2: Mike that's the kind of stuff I used to see you do back in the newsroom at channel seven <laughs> well you
3: know
1: only only this. towards Mark
3: <laughs> yes you You'd be it was, like, it was it was, it was directed room. in a one one direction
1: <laughs>
5: But,
3: you know I I gotta tell you though I will say this Christy I agree with you on the Chris Christie for that one comment that he was defending Nikki Haley beyond that. I'm not sure I've ever heard anything that I've liked out of that guy's mouth. And you might've met him. So you know, different, but I'm from Jersey. He's from Jersey. I don't like that uh, guy.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and honestly, I'm not talking about his politics if I'm being frank, well,
2: but Mike, he's the best governor you've had in New Jersey in 30 years. And that, I mean, I know it's not like a high bar, but come on, he's, he's better than, than whatever, than what's his name you got right now. He was, He's better yeah. than whatever other crooked person you had before that person. And, you know, come on. You give yeah. him that. You voted for him, well, I bet.
3: No, never. But <laughs> I will say this. You're right. New Jersey's had a string of horrific governors. And because he's a Republican, you know, was probably yeah. the best among them. Yeah, he's probably the last best. one okay. before him was probably like Brendan Byrne. No, and uh, they it was named a, an arena uh, after yeah, what him. What
2: was her name? It was, uh, um, gosh, I don't remember her name. Um, she was... Oh, Uh, Christy Todd Whitman. Wasn't she? Oh, yes. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, we don't need to go back memory lane. All right. So he
1: comes after Vivek though. So he he does come back. So here we go.
2: So now it's on, we've got a food fight. Christy's, you know, again, Christy's in the letterman's jacket. Now they're, they're in, they're, they're basically having lunch in the cafeteria and it's time for the food fight to just fully go. So here's Christy on that.
5: You do this at every debate. You say no. Don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt
0: you. Okay? You say this. You You do this. You do this this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you out on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to say what? I'm not done yet. Well, this is now. Look, this is now. This is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first twenty minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for There we go. Okay. It's true. I, yeah.
1: I, I he gets a point for that. Cause yeah. he, he's exactly right on that one.
2: Yeah, no, he he uh he unloads and and you got the impression at that point that there's true anima like this always starts off with I think they all want to keep their cool. And then by this point, it's like the gloves are totally off.
3: Right. Yeah. You're you're right. And then they yeah. Those two were they're they're both toast in my book after tonight. They probably were anyhow no matter what they said, but they're especially after what they did to each other. Well, I, I Okay, I, so I
1: agree. I'm going to ask a question, a little sidebar question. Mike, who do you think that they'll endorse? When they quit hold on hold on we're not to that yet
2: we've got oh, that in got the rundown oh i apologize you ju- yeah, look at the rundown i mean you're, you're, you're
1: come I like on i to just go with what i'm feeling yeah, no, like we're not a natural doing that. Thing. no we got a rundown we okay. got a rundown right. we got a rundown Fossy. okay
2: so if for any of you who were under the impression that the Chris Christie had any sort of um life left in and Ron DeSantis make sure he didn't so this is our little segment where we show DeSantis was in his bag I mean he was yeah feeling this it. was
1: good this was a good he answer feeling for him it.
2: yeah so he goes after Chris Christie Chris Christie basically supports a policy that says parents get to decide if their kids transition and right. they're and they're under the age of 18.
1: right he, he believes in no ban
2: right and he says it, it, it's a parent's call Which, which this is very interesting. Which,
1: and I know we're going to play this, but what stood out to me on that is being in New Mexico and we, you know, the whole thing of of removing parents from this situation, Right. right? You got that to deal with first. So even if you say this is a parent's decision or we're not going to ban it doesn't keep states from saying coming back and saying we don't have to you don't have to tell your parents this information so that's what i'm like your answer here doesn't add up it won't make a difference in my opinion
2: i i agree i don't like his answer at all and i think it's disqualifying actually Mm -hmm. for chris christie this answer but uh desantis makes it pretty clear why it's a mistake
0: what rights are going to be taken away okay. next,
2: and you what's do are going not to be done yeah, As you? a Go parent,
5: ahead. you do not have the right to abuse your kids. This is cutting off their genitals. This is mutilating these minors. These are irreversible procedures, uh, and this is something that other countries in Europe, like Sweden, once they started doing it, they saw it did incalculable damage. They've shut it down. I signed legislation in Florida, banning the mutilation of minors because it is wrong. We cannot allow this to happen in this country. And and I know Chris disagrees with me and I think he has an honest position. Uh, Nikki disagrees with me. She opposes the bill that we did to ban that. She said law shouldn't get involved with it. You said the law shouldn't get involved with it. She also, though, I think, and this is flows from what she did as governor of South Carolina. You know, they had a bill to try to say that men shouldn't go into girls' bathrooms. And she killed that bill. And she bragged that she killed that bill. Even to this day, she bragged that. I don't think men should be going into little girls' bathrooms. I think it's wrong. And I think we have every right to protect them from that.
0: Yeah.
2: So, so right there, now, because you went through, it's, you know, it's a parent's right and everything else. I didn't include all that in there, but, but effectively what you see there is, and I think DeSantis is right. And if you've spent enough time and, and spending, and I know Mike, you guys have talked about these detransitioning transitioning stories mm-hmm. and you hear, sometimes you have parents that are deeply, deeply disturbed, disturbed. yeah, and, and they're, and they're back in the, a nine-year-old getting puberty blockers. You're like, well, wait a minute. Like you are clearly you know, making horrible decisions for your kids. And it's it's the same thing we've said before. We don't allow kids to drink at the age of nine. We don't allow kids to smoke at the age of 11. You shouldn't be doing life-altering surgeries before they're old enough to make that decision as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And just rip yeah. them
3: on it. We did a story today about that, about the number of lawsuits being filed by kids that had surgeries, that, and, and then now, a couple of years later, they're not happy with how everything turned out. They might have been confused when they were a couple of years younger and they made a bad decision. But because they were allowed to make that decision, they're stuck in in a situation where maybe they can't have kids anymore. So, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big issue. And I think Ron DeSantis is on the right side of it.
1: I agree. And he's actually the one that could sit up there and say, and I've done this in my state, you know.
2: Right. So in getting to your point, Christy. Listen to DeSantis on the next that he and Haley keep going back and forth. It's getting more now on policy and away from the personal insults. But he does the same thing to her that he did before. Just listen to this.
1: Well, Ron continues to be when he was running for governor and they asked him about that. He said he didn't think bathroom bills were a good use of his time. You can go look that up.
5: I signed a bathroom bill in Florida. But so that's obviously said, no. not true. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, in his bag.
1: Ron, Yes, that you say it. That I, I signed was it. That. You
5: didn't. You killed it. I signed it. I we stood didn't. up for little girls. You didn't do it. And there was this going on. I was actually just in South Carolina. Some of the legislators told me at the time there were boys going into the girls. That's the there whole reason not. why they did it. No, 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 no. And so they say when she does that explanation that that doesn't hold water. And this is the upstate of South Carolina. Ron. I signed the bill. I protected do you the know girls. South Carolina- she did-
2: okay Mm -hmm. that's that's a tough argument mike because when you and christy when you walk into that and somebody says well i actually did it so what are you talking about
1: right that's a tough one for her i mean i think if they do debate again it would be nice to see her have a little bit of a stronger answer i think on that particular situation um now she was when she was governor and she was making these decisions it was you know at the forefront of all this yeah that's not fair to her it's not really fair the fact that you know she in her defense on that was you know, th- this affected a, a small handful of kids in the state of South Carolina at the time that this was brought to my attention. And so we said, boys go to boys' bathrooms, girls go to girls' bathrooms. And then if you want to use a private bathroom, that's what you're going to have to do. Yep. So that was her explanation, which is fair. Ten years ago, things were very different. I so- agree,
2: but that's a hard case to make, right, Mike? So if you're sitting up on a stage and Nikki Haley says, well, when I was governor, this wasn't as big an issue. that's It's true, but it's a hard yeah.
3: case to make. It, it, you're right. It, it, it is a legitimate argument. But at the same time, what's going to resonate with voters? Are they going to think back and say, well, yeah. she's kind of right. Or are they going to listen to Ron DeSantis who said I just did this?
2: Right. Yeah. It's, it's very true. true.
3: OK. Yeah. And true.
2: well, there's the last one on DeSantis just feeling it. And uh, this one, Mike, and it's something you guys cover all the time. And Christy, we cover it all the time. And that's fentanyl. Mm-hmm. And and he talked a little bit about um, fentanyl and, and how big an issue it is and, and the attack that this country is under
5: and they are killing our citizens by the tens of thousands every year. Uh, we had a situation in Florida. There was an 18-month-old baby that was crawling on the floor of an Airbnb rental. There was fentanyl residue on the carpet, and the baby died. Is this acceptable in this country? I know the elites in DC, they don't care. They don't care that fentanyl's ravaging your community. They don't care that illegal aliens are, are ravaging our community and overwhelming our community. The commander-in-chief not only has a right you have a responsibility to fight back against these people. And does so that we're mean gonna, shooting first? It means you're going you're to uh, categorize them as foreign terrorist organizations. Uh, and we will identify just like we would anywhere. When I was in Iraq, the, Iraq the, the Al-Qaeda wasn't wearing a uniform. You'd see anyone walking down the street. They all had man dresses on. You didn't know if someone had a, a bomb, an IED attached or not. And so you had to make a judgment based on intelligence, based on positive identification. The drug cartel.
2: Okay so mike this is the area and and we talked about this when we 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 talked to Ron DeSantis' debate coach brett o'donnell and we've had him on a couple of times that's where you see brett o'donnell right there personal stories driving something home so people can identify with it and then the candidate also talking about his own personal story Mm -hmm, a firm policy prescription and it was everything right there. Mm-hmm. And and he you could really see Brett helping him there.
3: Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Yeah, you're right. Because it, it, it is about telling stories. If you can tell a story that people can relate to, it's it, 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 it kind of changes everything. It takes, from people here, fentanyl. 80,000 Americans were killed over the last year because they took fentanyl. That's huge. You know, what he talked about, obviously... Talked about the border. The border is a huge deal. I haven't, I didn't hear them mention China a lot, but I've got a special, a two part special airing starting on Friday, not to self promote myself, but I will. Do starting it. on Friday, going into Monday, about China, about fentanyl, about military aged men coming across our border, and a lot of other aspects of what China is doing to invade this country. And it's bad.
2: Yeah no it's interesting mike yeah no we'll, tune we'll, in on victory news
1: yeah oh and maybe we should have him come back on just to talk about that Then talk about no we'd, yeah.
2: we'd like no you're absolutely right and and it's a huge issue there's no doubt and so so santis looks good one more clip for haley before we before we put a final bow on the debate and Haley talking about the economy which I think she did a pretty good job with again they, they talked about China a couple of different times and how big a threat China is there's no doubt it wasn't that wasn't a secret but but at times it was overshadowed by some of the fireworks so here's Nikki Haley on the economy
1: we have to one grow our economy so that people have more money in their pockets we've got to look at the supply chain and make sure that we are funneling that so that builders don't have to sit there and go overseas to find things and then we need to make sure that we really stop paying down this debt. Make sure that we stop the borrowing, stop the spending. I'll veto any spending bill that doesn't take us back to pre-COVID levels because our kids are not going to forgive us for all the spending that happened. And what do is we have to open it up? We yeah. Have to and one- so,
2: so she hits that, and and so yeah, again, some of this stuff, some of those were more basic answers,
1: right? And okay, a couple of things you don't have them on here. I hope I'm allowed to bring it up. But- uh, we
2: got one more saw it on here but yes you can stick
1: it okay thank you so much okay. for my permission okay. did he did you notice uh DeSantis's answer on college loans and how they should be backed by universities versus the federal government i could not agree with that more yeah i thought that was a really a great point it's one of the first times i've heard anybody actually pr- present that idea and i just think given the state of how expensive it is to send kids to college and since we're kind of coming into that uh, on our own as a family right and it's of of top of mind for us i just thought that was an interesting answer on that and back to the 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 chinese situation did you guys notice that there were so many ads on this debate from tiktok funneling tiktok ads i thought how interesting they knew they were probably gonna get ripped on this company right during the debate and then they flood the they flood them with tiktok commercials during the
2: (laughs) What 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 talk?
1: TikTok TikTok.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: okay,
2: calm. sure calm we know what it is. No, I no, it was. I, I think it's an interesting point, and and I you know, look, I I think overall it was a good night for DeSantis, but but I, I do have to say, and Mike, one thing you guys will probably be talking about tomorrow, there was a visit from Chris Christie to the debate moderators after the first break, and the reason why is this was the question that was asked to Chris Christie to start things off. And Megan Kelly ripped both his legs off and started beating him over the head with them,
1: <laughs> As she usually
4: does. you said that you got into this race just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25. Your best state is New Hampshire. And even there, two thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump, and voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much.
0: Yeah. Well, look, Megan, um, it's often very difficult to be the only person on the stage who's telling the truth and the only person who is taking on what needs to be taken on. I-, I look at my watch now. We're 17 minutes into this debate, and except for your little speech in the beginning, we've had these three acting as if the race is between the four of us. The fifth guy who doesn't have the guts to show up and stand here. He's the one who, as you just put it, is way ahead in the polls.
2: Okay. So Chris Christie regularly sounded that alarm during this debate to say, look, you have to discuss Trump. You have to engage what he's done, what you'll do differently and everything else. So, so, but now, I agree with that. Agreed, but he was in smoldering rubble before he ever gave the answer. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, well,
1: don't here. Don't mess with Megyn Kelly. That's what no there's that. no yeah.
2: doubt about that. Holy cow. Mike, what was your thought on that?
3: Yeah, no, you have a valid point. You know, Trump has to be discussed. You cannot act like he is not exist on the planet Earth. I mean, yeah. as Christy said, it's not just the four of us running for this nomination. There's a whole different elephant in the room. But at the same time, you know, Christy is there, as Megyn Kelly said, and I agree with her. To take Donald Trump out—that's the goal of his candidacy—and uh, as most Americans don't appreciate that, I don't think.
2: Yeah, well, at least not in the good portion of the Republican Party. No doubt about right, that. Right. All right, we're going to hit some other quick issues here, uh, you guys, before we before we get out.
1: Can, can we not talk about what I wanted to ask? Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. thank you once yeah. again. I no. have your permission to. Yeah, bring this Yeah, yeah. If
2: any of you are curious, if we don't, if we go live to tape, clearly you can tell now we do. <laughs> I would have cut that out if we didn't. Go ahead.
1: I want to know where you guys think Vivek and Chris Christie are going to throw their support as soon as we all know that they're going to walk away pretty soon. Yeah. Probably by before the end of the year is my guess. Yeah.
3: My, well, I'll, real quickly. Uh, first of all, Vivek is going to throw his support behind. I mean, you're saying he's got to throw it behind somebody that was on the stage, not ver- no, not Donald Trump.
2: Oh, no, he'll throw it. At, no,
3: he's I going to throw it behind Trump. I, yeah, that's what I think totally. Too. Hands down. And yep. Chris Christie is gonna throw it behind Nikki Haley in my book after coming out like her big brother.
1: Yeah, that's see. <laughs> that's exactly, right? that's my theory too. Is that, that I think within days we will have Chris Christie backing Nikki Haley
2: within days. Okay. That's and, and that's why uh, you would think christy would look at the rundown before we did the show. Uh, Ava, <laughs> let's go to uh clip 12 as a matter <laughs> of fact. And here's an article that has come out. Uh, Haley donors plot to entice Christie out of the GOP primary. So there are definitely discussions going on right now from behind the scenes, especially from these big donors that, you know, try to get Chris Christie out of the race. And that becomes incredibly important in New Hampshire where Haley's got a, a real chance to make a dent and Chris Christie has a, a bit of a following, much more so than he does in Iowa. The question I have for you two is, did did tonight change that calculus at all?
1: In what respect? In well, Chris Christie's world? Well, if,
2: if DeSantis did well enough to be able to give those donors pause to be able to say, oh my gosh, wait a minute, should we go back to Ron or what do we, what do, we do?
1: I, I mean, I, I think that if you're on the fence between where you're going to throw your support if it's not towards Trump, honestly. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people have still made their mind up. I do think that Nikki is seeing more and more support, both financially right. and with groups and things of that nature that are coming up. I don't know. I think... Did some, tonight did, did I, that I think do anything? That, I think that DeSantis had his... For me, personally, he had his strongest debate that I've seen him have so yep. far. Yep. Tonight was definitely his best effort that I've seen. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and I, I think that... You know, it's 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 definitely the two of them neck and neck, you know, right behind way well behind Donald Trump. But I do I agree with Christy. I think Ron DeSantis did a lot for himself tonight. And I think she came in as the stronger and I think she left slightly weaker. That one look on her face during that little Q&A there um, where she didn't say anything, you know, as Vivek tried to call her out. I I that to me looked very weak right
1: here and here's the but the one takeaway still I, I still keep landing on is i think if you put it between ron desantis and nikki haley on who could win the general out of those two i mean mm-hmm. i know it doesn't really get down to that those two particularly but i think nikki haley would be more popular and would get more of the vote on a, across the board into general than Ron DeSantis one.
2: There's no doubt.
1: So I just, I mean, the
2: numbers show that. Yeah. I mean, they, she's up by 10 in a, in a, in a head to head with she Biden. She
1: appeals so much more to independence, to women, to, you know, she yeah. kind of can cross the aisle a little bit. So it's a matter of who gets, you know, obviously if she gets the primary vote. But. Right.
2: Right. That's the problem. Right. That's mm-hmm. the, that's always the struggle in a primary. It is. You got to win the primary before you can get out there and have the best chance in the general. Right. so yeah okay so mike we're gonna go down and we're gonna a couple of other quick things just we're gonna stick with debate here and in the real possibility that this is it this is the last debate that that we're likely to see in this presidential cycle which to me is a travesty because we won't have any more debates between these candidates most likely could see maybe one or two maybe but they're they're not on you know the the rnc does not have any scheduled and then more, and you don't think
1: that Trump's going to have to come and debate Nikki Haley at some point, or DeSantis?
2: I, I think he should. I think he owes it to them. I don't think he owes them 10 debates, but I think he owes the country one or two.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: I think he does. I agree with that. I think that would be a good move. Yeah. I just don't think he's going
3: to do it. I I agree with that too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there we go. Well, I don't I mean,
3: think he's going to do it.
1: You don't think that there's ever a possibility that he needs to do it. Like his numbers start to do, drop enough. Oh, well, that's a good point. That I, like, that's yeah, the only
3: thing enough. that would force him to do it. That's the only thing you're yeah. right.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, no, okay. it's a fair point. Fair point. So um, a lot of these articles now coming out, Ava article 17, we uh, have seen some headlines across, uh, across the board here. And they say the presidential debates may not happen in 2024. And and so there, there's a lot of you know opinion columns going around. How do you save this and everything else? But the but the Biden campaign uh, has said, "Hey, look, we're we're not going to do that. We're not going to guarantee we're going to do this. They're not going to do it. I don't see any way if he's the nominee that he can put together the kind of performance necessary to walk out on a debate stage."
1: Well, yeah, there's no way Biden can debate. There's no way that, that that's happening. But what I'm yeah. saying, what I said at the beginning of the show is number one I don't think it's going to be Biden in the fall
2: I still agree and And, so do you Mike yep
1: and so I do think there will be a presidential debate between the two parties I think once we know who our nominee is for sure on the Republican side and who it is on the Democratic side I think we will see a fall debate that is what I'm I'm putting out there
3: you got to look at the timeline for a second here though just remember this okay let's say Biden doesn't bail until the convention okay which is what July or August yeah, Um. one's in July, one's in August. Yep. And when does early voting start? You, the debate has to happen before early voting starts. So that's oh, something yeah. to think about.
2: I think the earliest early voting states are something like six weeks before the general. Well, so you're in yeah. the middle of September, late September, right Right. Yep. So
3: which which means at that point, we would know if it was not going to be Joe Biden. So right. you're right. So if Absolutely. that was the case. Then we could see one debate. And and I agree with Christy. If, if Joe Biden is the nominee and I have I, I can't imagine that's going to be the case. But if he was, there's not a chance he would debate.
2: OK, so knowing that there's one other person that agrees with you guys that Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. <laughs> and that is Donald John Trump.
4: I personally don't think he makes it. Okay, I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I'd never really, I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this,
1: <laughs> people, I believe he'd fall over.
4: Johnny. Johnny.
1: It's really funny. I mean, it's he's so true. Just... <laughs> but a big
2: daddy like it just it's just so like I, I you know he's hilarious yeah no it's in no and look i i think he's I, I, we all three of us agree i don't think it's going to be biden right but trump will have his own challenges obviously with the legal cases and things like that literally i mean there's there's a plausible case where he loses that case in dc and he goes directly to jail i you know it, because you have a judge Who won't let him out on 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 bond Mm -hmm. while while he appeals
1: which is unbelievable What's unbelievable yeah so that's
2: a possibility and then one last comment and we'll kind of wrap on this one uh joe biden uh did have a comment uh in one of his fundraisers so fundraisers are always dangerous because you end up saying stuff or at least your people fear you could say stuff that you don't want necessarily the general public to hear this is what biden said he said if trump wasn't running I'm not sure i'd be running but we can't let him win
1: and he feels like he's the only guy that can take I, trump down I you guess. know
3: i guess so well, and i think that's delusional you want to know why because he thinks he's super joe he thinks he's the only guy that can beat trump that's what i think yeah. He's delusional
1: yeah. yeah he's just he's crossed that line yes I mean, mm-hmm. he's uh it's gonna be interesting
2: well it I is i think there's gonna
1: be a big turn of events at the Democratic Convention.
2: Okay, that's, yeah, no.
1: that's what I think is going to happen. That's no. going to we're going to do a show on that.
2: Well, no, I, and I think we will have to start talking about the mechanics of getting on ballots and how does that all work and 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 so that will need to be dealt with. But
3: I hey, think, can I throw a wild card out there for you? Yeah, uh, I, I spoke to a, a friend of mine uh, the other day, and she said she doesn't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. And I don't even know the governor's name. She thinks it's going to be the governor of Minnesota that's going to get the Democratic nomination. Really?
1: Holy cow. Really? Who's that? What about a wild
3: card? Governor, uh, I think it's It's a guy. It's a name. It's a guy. It's an older guy. Yeah. It's Waltz, right? Something like that. Yes. What? I think no. so. Yes. No. now no. no. He's not going to be the guy. So I, I never oh. even thought his name in this whole equation. So yeah. that made me reevaluate, especially after Gavin Newsom basically imploded against ron desantis on the fox news he did did get lit up he got lit up up. okay so
2: let's get you both out of here on just a, a quick we'll each go around the horn here quickly uh what did tonight's debate mean and um as we head into the holidays kind of predictions as we work our
3: way into the early portion of next year before iowa mike one day closer to iowa and i think it was uh unimpactful Okay, Mm. Christy?
1: Okay, I I think it actually made people maybe look back at Ron once again, DeSantis again, uh, just for a second look. I don't know if it's going to be impactful or not. I still think Trump's probably got Iowa all wrapped up, but I do still think Nikki Haley is something that everyone needs to be paying attention to. She is a force, and I think she is slow and steady, and people are going to get a closer look at her as we keep this going.
2: Yeah. All right, and I and I think uh, I think you guys are right in the respect that this was a night where Chris Christie and Levesque, I think basically just <laughs> bit a dude. Everybody yeah. <laughs> and said we're out, yeah. and so uh, that happened. and And I do think that this is still a race on the Republican side and on the Democratic side that could look so much different by the middle of next year. So I do think it's one of those things where everybody's gonna kind of start to sleepwalk through the holidays and maybe even January is kind of a snoozer if Iowa doesn't turn out to be very close. But don't be surprised if there are some monkey wrenches thrown in this and we are
3: nowhere near done. I agree with you. I think there could be two completely new names. Yep. But we'll see. It's not out of question.
2: All right, Mike, thanks for staying up late with us. Yeah, thanks Mike. I know they're in Texas. Yeah. It's It's gotta be nearly four in the morning by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or 11 at night, either way. But uh, but thanks for taking the time, man. We appreciate it. And we'll see you back here on the next edition of the No Doubt About It podcast on
1: Monday. See you. Have a good weekend.
0: You've been listening to the No Doubt About It podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at No Doubt About It Podcast. No doubt about it. The No Doubt About It Podcast is a Choose Adventure Media production. See you next time on No
2: Doubt About It. There is no doubt about it.